All right, we are back here. It is episode, what is this, episode four, season two? Is it four? Yeah, it's four. It's four. Okay, episode four, season two here, the Talking Ball podcast, of course. It's Ryan Flannery, Antonio Davido, and Mason Hall as well. We are back in full form this week. And, uh, boy, we got a lot to talk about, I think, on all avenues of sports, baseball, football, basketball. We got it all on this episode, no doubt about it. And, uh, well, first of all, how are you guys doing? You know, I had a five, six day bender in Nashville. So I'm yeah. back. I'm recovering and it feels good to be back. So yeah, no doubt. I'm, no I'm doubt. doing all right. I'm doing all right. I had to re- re- report back to work today. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're just, uh, being a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Going to work every day. <laughs> being a de- being a good dad. That, that's the goal. That's we the appreciate goal. that, no doubt. No. Then doubt. what about you? What about you, Flannery? Yeah. Right, how are man, you doing? You know, how are I mean, you? I'm hanging in there. I'm doing good. Same old, same old. You know, work and whatnot. You know, but uh, we're doing good. We're all doing good. It sounds like, right? Yep. Yeah. Overall, can't complain. Holidays right. are coming up, so you got to get ready for that. On Ooh, yes, all yes. aspects for everything, whether it's general life and sports. So you well, know, you know but, when. When November first hits, people get into Christmas mode, you know. Mariah Carey doesn't stop playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're already playing com- Christmas commercials on the station from like Macy's and all that. It's insane. Oh, it's like, wow. At, at, at least let Halloween. Yes, get that's end. what I say. You got a week. You can wait a week. No one, no one's in a rush to jump into Christmas like that. No one yeah. is. So just and I love Christmas, but rest. I think it's it's too early. You know. Yeah, dude. The day after Thanksgiving is when you can decorate for Christmas. Right. <laughs> Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah, 100% no agree. Because that's when we start running ads and like Christmas sponsors the t- the day after. So right. It's like the yeah. 25th, we start the 26th. It's just like, come on, like yeah. you don't you don't need, you don't need to do that. Like, come on. <laughs> I agree. So, no, I totally agree. All right, well, let's start with something that is starting this Friday, which is the World Series. That's right, the Phillies taking on the Astros. Of course, Astros have home field advantage. Phillies only won in the 85, 86 games this year, and. Another and you know what? Another NL. Yeah, the Nationals two years ago, right? You had the Braves last year, and now you have the Phillies. These NL teams don't win games. They don't win a lot of games, but somehow they sneak into the playoffs and they make the World Series, which me and Mason called. And yep, I, I gotta say, man, like kudos, I, you guys yeah. called it. Kudos. And it was it, the reason why I called it is just because like if once they beat the Braves, I felt like they had some special, like the Nationals and the Braves. So. We'll see, and they're basically, right, they're facing the same opponent, the Astros, the, the Nationals and the uh, Braves face the Astros, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, so, man, it's it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good series. I don't think it's going to be yeah. a sweep. I don't think it's going to be, you know, Astros-Yankees type situation, but let's get your thoughts on it real quick. Our early impressions, uh, we'll start with you, Antonio. What, what, what are you looking at for this series? Actually, go, you guys go ahead. You guys called it. I want to hear what you guys oh, got okay. to say. I, I didn't think they are getting out of the wild card, so right. you, guys take, no. you guys take it. Do okay. Well, so, so so initially, um, I guess I did have the Dodgers going to the World Series, but then right when they uh swept the Cardinals, I mean, I mean, because the Cardinals team they were they're they're stacked and solid. So yeah. then right right when Philly swept them to go to face the Braves, I knew like right then like they were the hottest team in the National League. Yeah. So like, so but then like the whole like. I think pretty much like pitching will be the factor in this World Series. I for think sure. So I mean, like, what, 100% I mean, agree. Yeah. I mean, because like the Phillies, they have um, Wheeler, Nola, but I mean, like, with any look at like the uh, pitching staff, like for the Astros, like they, they, they've all been there. 
Mm-hmm. They all know what exactly to do, and they're, I mean, they're also the stack lineup. So it's just, I don't know, we'll see, but uh, but pitching wins championships. Yeah, you're so, right. Pitch- go ahead. I, want, I want to ask him a question real quick with that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, or go ahead, both of you. Actually, I guess it's kind of a, for a question for both of you guys afterwards. So sorry, go ahead, Ryan. It's a question I can ask for both of you guys. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, I think Mason hit it right on the nail there. I mean, pitching is definitely what's going to win win this championship this year. And, boy, the Astros pitching has just been so good. I mean, from their bullpen to their closer. I think their, their bullpen ERA is like, is like 0.68. It's, it's, it's crazy. insane. And they also have good starters like McCullers and, of course, uh, Verlander, who's back in the World Series again. And, uh, of course, uh, the guy with the the, the braids uh, who pitched very well. Framber. Against, yeah. Framber Valdez. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it's going to come down to pitching, no doubt about it. But, I mean, the hitters in this series are really going to be fun to watch. Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, JT Romuto, and uh, Castellanos, Segura on one side. Then you have Bregman, Altuve. You have um, Jordan Alvarez. I mean, you have a lot of great hitters in this series. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely going to come down to me. I, I think it's going to come down to the bullpens, no doubt. But, I mean, this Astros team, they haven't lost yet in the playoffs. I mean, it's yeah. incredible. I think they will lose a game or two in this one. But, yeah, I'm going to go Astros in six. That's that's my pick. Uh, so, But, yeah, man, the Phillies, like, you got to give them credit, man. This team did not give up. They fought until the end. Like you said, they swept the Cardinals, which is not an easy feat. They beat the Braves, the defending champions. Again, not an easy feat, but... You know, they, I know they got that magic in them right now. They got that mojo, but I, I think the the better team will prevail. But that's just me, uh, Antonio. Go ahead, man. It's your turn. I think you guys nailed it. I think it's going to come down to pitching. Both teams are hot at the plate, um, but I've just noticed more of the Phillies have more consistency with their stars than the Astros do. Altuve is not having a great playoffs. Yeah. Jordan cooled down after his two two monstrous games against the Mariners. I mean, he's been getting hits and all that. Tucker's been kind of. He's been average at, you know, good to say average this, this, uh, playoffs, but pitching and some big, crucial, big time hits have led the Astros where they're at. Uh, Jordan's home runs in games one and two against the Mariners and in the Yankees game. I didn't get to watch too much of it. Goes out of town like the end of the series, but it just looked like pitching. It just dominated the, the Yankees. They just, the Yankees looked lost this whole playoffs. Like they were lucky to, to scrape by and get past the Guardians where yeah. I, like I said, I thought the Mariners should have try to lose out and be the sixth seed to go through the Yankees to try and get to this point. But the the Astros are just they're that good. And it's just trash can banging or not from years ago. You can hate them. I, I don't like them. I'm not a fan of them after everything. And it's just because the fact of what like the players and no one got punished. No one was punished for it. You know, we've always talked about that. So I don't no no need to like kinda, you know, reinvent the wheel about my argument for that. But they're just a really good team. And at this point, people need to start acknowledging that about the Astros. They're just really well coached with Dusty Baker, who is looking for, I believe, his first title as an MLB manager right now. Yeah. So you got a lot riding on that. And you got some young bucks. Like Jeremy Pena has been oh. lights out for, unreal, for the dude. Astros. Unreal. That kid is unreal. Yeah. Unreal. And it's, it's crazy how he replaced Correa, who was unreal with his time with the Astros. And now this guy, this rookie, Jeremy Pena, comes up. But he's like 23, 24 years old, mm-hmm. if that. If yep. that, I, I don't actually know how old he is. 25. He's 25. So yeah. he's stupid young still, you know, as a rookie. And he's going to be around for a long time. And I, he's just that missing link. Not, not like a missing link. Like I'm not saying like Correa was the weak link, but mm-hmm. it's just like you got someone who's just, at the, just as athletic and better at the plate than Correa. You could argue that. And so I, that's why they let him walk for one. But I think it's going to go in favor of the Phillies. I just think the Phillies are more hungry. The chosen one, Bryce Harper, Mr. Sports Illustrated, 16 years old. I think after that Nationals victory, the year after he left for Philadelphia, oh, yeah. 
I think there's a sour taste left in his mouth. And I think knowing he's like, wow, my, the team made it without me, you know, and then won the next year I left. It's kind of – that would leave a, a sour, salty feeling with me and my – you know. So I'm just like – I think that's right. And that you – Nola, I think Nola is going to be lights out for them on the mound. And I just think – really, I think it's going to be Bryce Harper leading this team saying like, hey, we're here. Let's finish it. You know, also he, he's had some clutch hits too this postseason. Oh yeah, yeah and to seal it too. Exactly. Their last game to seal it, and and I think the Padres were a better opponent to face to kind of get ready for the World Series than the Yankees were for the Astros in like, in like respective of that in that sense. So I'm gonna go Phillies and I'm gonna go Phillies in seven. I think it's gonna yeah. go all seven games, and yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Phillies in seven. Yeah, I got Phillies in seven. You know what would be great too? Like even though I picked the Astros. It would be great for a superstar like Bryce Harper to win a championship. You know, I think that's what baseball's missing, of course, with guys like Mike Trout not getting to the playoffs, a lot of their superstars not making it far. Now Juan Soto's out, but Bryce Harper, like you said, he was the chosen one. He was a Sports Illustrated guy. He was the savior of baseball at the time, and for him to win a World Series, I think is important. Not not only for him personally, but uh, his legacy, but also for the game of baseball as well. You want to see the stars win big, so that that's that's yeah. what I think. Well, about and it's that the too. only thing missing from his trophy case. He's a yeah. two-time MVP. I think he was a Silver Slugger. Oh, yeah. um, I think he's a Gold Glove. I think he won a Gold Glove back. It was it fifteen, sixteen. Now I don't know exactly on that. I know yep. he was not. He was in the running for one. I don't know if he actually won it or not. But it's Thank like you. he's a hell of an outfielder. He's a catcher converted right fielder because right. they're like we don't want to wear you down. <laughs> as a catcher because your bat's so good. He is worth and, every single dollar. Every single dollar. And, and I mean, the, the thing is, you got so many Real Muto. You got Schwarber. You got guys that's like, they've Schwarber, been, Like, Schwarber's yeah. been there, done that. Like, I, he has sh- I think on Friday I'm going to wear my uh, Schwarber jersey. You yeah, won't. A guy I will. <laughs> you won't. Well, a guy in Schwarber that's won a title already, too. And yes. he has that experience. Yep. And, you know, I, I got to say, too, I mean, I know we have our picks now, but the Mariners are the one team that played the Astros the best, no doubt about it. And I know that obviously. okay. The I was saying that the other day. Uh, as the Mariners are the toughest team that the Astros will yeah. face all postseason. That's right. If it wasn't for you Jordan think, Alvarez, you think, you think tougher than the Phillies right now? I, I think the Phillies will be a tougher test just because yeah. they're more they're more star power. But I'm just saying up up to this well, point, star power. I mean? But yeah, yes, up to this point, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you're just saying like up to this point, not yeah, like the Mariners the played them the best. Okay, no. okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Unless, I mean, um, unless the Astros do sweep Philly, then then I will say through the whole thing. God, if yeah. they do that, man, Lord help the MLB world <laughs> in the sports world in general. Because that that, 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 would... be, that would be an undefeated postseason run. That's the last thing people want the Astros to do. Has that, that ever been done before? Win. Undefeated postseason? I run? don't think so. Really? I do not think so. I'm gonna look wow. Real quick. Ha, ha, has that ever been done in? In uh, basketball, uh, the Warriors, I believe, almost did it. They lost one game the year the year that they got the second year they had Kevin Durant. They lost one game. I remember that, but wow, I don't think it's been done. No, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I mean that's an impressive. Uh, the Lakers, beat. the Lakers in two thousand one lost one game, and yeah. that was also that was with a shortened, um, what oh, is that? first round where po- short right. postseason where it's only five instead like of seven. Now. I don't know why they. The post NBA postseason is so long, but anyway, yeah, yeah, money. Right, money, exactly, yeah, yeah, very good point. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I really think the Mariners played them the best, and uh, but this Astros team, I mean, I, I think they're really looking for vindication. I think that you know, Antonio made a good point. At this point, you really can't say, okay, well, they're not tra- banging on trash cans anymore, and yeah, you know, obviously we don't like them for what they did, and that's valid. But uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, you got to say, and and they've been in the World Series multiple, how many, what, four World Series in six or eight years or something like that. Yeah, it, it's been an insane, insane stretch. Crazy. 
Yeah, it's, it's happened once. Sorry, guys. One time. One, one time. time. The 1976 Cincinnati Reds were the wow. last perfect postseason performance. I would have never have known. Yeah, a, lot right, of te- yeah. a lot of teams have came close, like the 90s Yankees teams and the Red yeah. Sox. Or not the Red Sox, excuse me. Um, it's like the Phillies back in the day and all that. that. Yeah, the, the closest, the only team it's saying right here that I'm looking up on, Sports Illustrated, is... The Cincinnati Reds. Was that the uh, was Pete Rose on the team at that time, or was that the big machine? Oh, uh, big red machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah, I don't have a machine. I don't have a roster on me, but I just googled it. But so it's looking like the, most, so. the last time a team did it. But it looks like part of nice one only MLB postseason was the World Series. Several others took home the championship unbeaten. Boston Braves uh, swept the four game World Series. The Philadelphia Athletics in nineteen fourteen. The Yankees swept in thirty two against the Cubs. 38 against the Cubs, 39 against the Reds, and 50 against the Blues. So that was before postseason even was intact. So yeah. they're saying, like, because you just jumped straight to the World Series, which I remember uh, that about baseball. But last I, ever perfect I actually didn't know performance that. was the yeah, 76 Reds. Yeah, I didn't know Reds. that, yeah. Well, you yeah I did something not, new every day. I didn't know that. Well, you got to think, back then it was only, like, eight teams. Literally, right. like, all on the East Coast, minus yeah. so like, Cincinnati. So like the top the Reds. from each, each league just go World Series. Pretty much. Kind of like uh, the BC, BCS championship format, you know? <laughs> Dude, that, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. I would have been so upset at the – well, I, well, actually, it would have been L.A. and Astros if that happened, which I, right. I wouldn't really be too upset with that. Yeah, matchup, rematch. For, for rematch, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, I mean, it's going to be a fun series, I think, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, it, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to be a quick series. I think it's going to go six or seven, no doubt. But, uh, yeah. we'll move on to, uh, the Mariners and their offseason plans. And I know, Antonio, we were talking about that a little bit earlier on today at work. Uh, Trey Turner's out there. Definitely a guy that the Mariners are going to be looking at. But who else do you guys think the Mariners are going to be looking at? So I'll run with this one real quick. Um, we were saying last week, Mason, when, when you were, when you're off last week, we talked about like, should they go for judge? I've said yes, but I think the, really the banners just need to make a big splash. It doesn't have to be like Aaron judge, but if you can land Trey Turner and go from there, yeah. that's a great, that's a great one, two punch with Julio. And then you could go one, two, three, four with Julio, Trey, France and, and Suarez right there. And then if Hanniger comes back and stays healthy, that's a good one, two, three, four, five for Seattle. So if I said they had to make a big splash, but it's like, you can't like play around being like, we're going to talk to Judge. We're going to talk to this because someone – Judge Judge will be the last big-name sign. I'm going to say that right now. Judge will be the last big-name sign. I think he's going to – I'm telling Ryan, I think he's really, realistically going to go to the Mets. Oh, I really boy. think Judge I will think, be a Met. And so, I, think, I think he's going to West Coast. You think Judge think is going so. – you, you think West Coast? West I, mean, I know he's from there. You talking like Dodgers West Coast or what are you talking? Giants? All, all I'm saying is West Coast. West Coast, oh, all right. Yeah, that's fast. That's well, pretty fast. The, the Giants are going to bid. I know that. Yeah, I know that because he's from there and all that. But, um, I, you know, I judge. I mean, I would love to you know, for him to come to the Mets, no doubt. But I don't know. I just don't see the Steinbrenners uh, letting letting Judge walk. But I really hope they do. I really do because yeah. we don't want to see the Yankees. Uh, and he and he's unrestricted, so he can test the waters. He's, that's the thing with these big time players; they never get a chance to like so young. Right. Like, he's thirty, so like you're thirty, thirty one. So you're going to take that gamble. Is he going to pan out or not? Which he'll pan out. He's just not going to hit 62 home runs again. And before the season, he's very injury prone. You know, he'd be out for a duration of time and all that. So I think going off this season, you break the bank for him. If you're the Yankees, the Mets, the Mariners, if they do. But I think the big splash needs to be Trey Turner. And if you're the Mariners, you divide all attention on Trey Turner and you say, 
what's your dollar and what do you need to do to get here? JP's our shortstop. He can he's play any position. To, he's going to move to second, and you're going to be our shortstop. We need a shortstop. So yeah, JP yeah. signed for five years. If JP doesn't agree, you say, tough shit. You're moving to second base, and we're going to bring Trey Turner on because you batted below 230 this year. So yeah. you don't you don't get to say where you're playing service in Depoto at this point. They're, or, like, JP, tell, tell them where he's playing. He needs to go to second base because he's a gold glover. So you, you don't want to lose his, his – uh, his glove, but he that'd be a great one-two punch there in midfield, especially with the shift going away this next season. Ooh, exactly. That's the other thing teams need to take, in, take into consideration is you, you if you had those gold glovers like that with Turner and JP in Seattle, and then you had a one-two punch with Julio where you could actually throw Julio in the three spot so you have more runners on base or even down the four spot to have Gray Turner lead off or whatever, you know, because he bats 300. So it's not like he – you're losing out on anything, and Julio's going to have a spectacular year next year. I don't see any drop-off with Julio. So I just think and you're, you're pitching set. You're not losing anyone. And obviously, Frazier's going to walk because they're already saying, like, we want to – well, DePoto's words were – Seattle's word, the Submariners organization is, we want a shortstop to convert to second base who we bring in. Yeah. So pretty much it, it – that's, that's just saying, like, so JP doesn't get upset, but they, they signed Trey Turner. JP's moving to second. But oh, I think if sure. you're Seattle, you can't let him go anywhere. Because the first one knocking will be someone in division like the Angels. The Astros will find a place for him there. They'll move some they'll do something, right? I don't think he's gonna go to Houston. They're too stacked at this point. Where do you put him in the lineup at that point? But you can put him anywhere. But the Angels just to try to make a splash to land him with uh Mike Trout and Shohei just to make something happen there in Anaheim. Yeah. They're you know, they're gonna pull some strings. Texas, he'd be a great one two punch with Corey Seager down there in the, in the mid infield. So there's a lot of teams out there. I if the Mariners don't snag him, I could see like the Phillies or the Braves trying to snag him because Dansby Swanson's also a free agent with the Braves. He, I just don't think he fits well in like the scheme and style of play in like locker room than more than Trey Turner would in Seattle. So I, I think they just need to focus on one and be like, it's Trey Turner. We we invite him here and we don't let him leave this room until he signs. He doesn't leave. You say what? What is it? Four years? What's the dollar amount? Four yeah. years? Two hundred and fifty? Three hundred million? I mean, realistically, he's gonna he's it's gonna a lot command. Of money. He's gonna command about thirty five to forty. So I mean, it really. Would you rather break the bank on a guy you know can bat three hundred consistently? He's one of the fastest guys in the league, and yes. then has a great bat, and he's been there, done that in postseason, and you're adding on to now your postseason experience, or do you go after Judge, who has an injury history and had a spectacular one season? At this point, I think that's where the Mariners just need to look at that and be like, you bring Trey Turner in, you say, what do you want? You want a three-year or you want a four-year with the opt-out after one or two? Which I think you try to extend him at least for two. And it shows you're committed with Julio signing for eight years to 14 years with his deal. And you have a lot of guys, you have guys under contract. The whole bullpen is minus a couple guys like Flexen and some other guys, but not like big-name pieces that are leaving. So I think, yeah, Trey Turner, 100% Trey Turner, the Mariners go all in on him. You what about what to. about uh, any any pitching additions? Any pitching subtractions? The Mariners got to work on just I see. get Marco get Marco to make Marco a reliever like they did, and maybe I'd rather see Brash as a starter than I would. Marco. I'd rather see but Marco eats up innings. Up, Go ahead, I'd see them bring up guys like uh, Emerson Hancock. You got to bring him up. Hancock's a bad man. He's gonna be good. And then he'll be and then he'll be number five in, in the rotation. 
man, the Mariners just got such a bright future, especially with their pitching. I mean, the young guys like Gilbert and Kirby. You have you have aces and Castillo and Robbie Ray when he's good. Yeah, and then if you, one through four solid when he's yeah. good. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, they got some, they got one of the best rotations going into next year. If they bring a guy like, uh, you know, Trey Turner in with his speed and his bat, I'm saying the Mariners are going to, I, I could see them beat a very, uh, they're going to stay in the playoffs. I'm predicting that. I'm predicting yep. that. Uh, you know, I, they, they, they were stacked. They're stacked on paper right now. And I was very high on them going to the season. I said, like, they're making the World Series. No one saw their slow start happening. No one saw, yeah. like, a bunch of stuff that happened. Injuries happen that happens to everyone. Um, but I really think, I think they can make that run next year because they're returning everyone and they have the aces to go the distance. And I think the only change you make in that rotation is you keep Castillo one, which he was when he came in yeah. and you move Robbie Ray to like third and you put one of the young bucks like Kirby or Gilbert ahead of him to give mm-hmm. him the chance where it's like a third game or a fourth game in a series where he's going against a, average below average third on most teams because no one has a pitching lineup or rotation like Seattle and then no one has a bullpen like Seattle so and then that, that's the crazy thing with their with their minor leagues like like basically uh, said with Hancock it's like he's just one of what five prospects they have in their in their minors for pitching that's just one I mean the list goes on they're still the foot the fourth ranked after trading pieces away for Castillo they're yeah. still in the, they're still in like the top five for like farm system. So it's like yeah. Seattle's set up for now to win cash in. If you need to slightly rebuild, if it doesn't work out in four or five years, you still have a farm system you can kind of rely on to save some money and still build around guys like Julio and Ty and Cal and all this. And so that, and Cal, he's going to be a full timer next year. It's not, there's no split in reps with Murphy this year. So Seattle's, Seattle's going to take off next year. I, I could see them taking the, the ALS next year. I really do. Yeah, I, I definitely can too. And, um, it's going to be, man, the Mariners are going to be a fun team to watch for years. I think they're in such a great spot, not only up top in, in the front office, but also on the field. Uh, Mason, real quick, what, what about the Cubs, man? Are they, they going to be doing anything this offseason? What's going on with you? Yeah, I, I have seen rumors of them going for pretty much every single big name. Really? Free agent, but, but that's how it is every year though. Yeah, right. So well, it's, it's expectations for the Cubs because they're such a legendary franchise. Yeah, I mean, because cause like the Cubs, we're I mean, we're a few pieces away from being a contending team again. Mm. Like our young guys on the team are like they're they're phenomenal, and then our farm system. I mean, like the same way because I think we're like we're like top ten okay. in baseball, like like for the farm systems, and we have the same exact thing. Like we have depth down there. So we're just a few a, big. Is like, there a player the way? Is there, is there a player that you see going to the Cubs in the offseason? Who do, who do, what do you, what are like, what, what are they, uh, who are they looking at? Who are they looking at? Uh, I would love to see Cody Bellinger go to the Cubs because we need a first base left field. Right. Or right field. And he's a free agent? Field. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. The free agent class is going to be good this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. And then, I mean, cause there's a guy in the, uh, intro player now. His name's, uh, Brennan Davis. Mm-hmm. He's, he's be, He's me a big, a big time guy. Yeah. Now here, here's a question guy. for you: Do you bring back Rizzo if he opts out? Ooh, tough Ooh. But uh, or do you think he stays with like teams that are contending, like Yankees? Stays I on the he, East Coast. I think he stays contending. with teams that are contending. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, I don't see why we would bring him back. I mean, like just for the fact that, I mean, like we we can cover his position for a lot less money. Right. That's so true. why so why get someone just for 
like the memories of like what happened and everything. And so I say, no. I get that. Yeah. Cheaper and yeah. You know, younger. I, I, I but also say. with that on with what you're saying about they could do well next year. Like they were one of the hottest teams coming into the oh, second yeah. half of baseball they, too. They were, they're the second best team in the second half of baseball. Like wow. season. And it was all they, from our they have money to young spend. rookies. Like yeah. I said, Bellinger would be a great addition. I think for the Cubs is too. The Cardinals are losing some major pieces this year with yeah, retirement. So, yeah. and the Brewers were had a down year, and they relatively were healthy for most of the season. So, yeah. I, I think the Cubs can can snag the Central next year. I, I think they can. They have the pieces, and it, they won almost eight games close. after a terrible first start. First start oh, to their season. It was so. absolute. <laughs> It was horrible. Like, yeah, just, like before, before we started recording, you would walk in the studio before we would record, um, and you'd be like shaking your head, like, "Dude, the Cubs, the Cubs," and I'm like, "Dude, the Mariners. Who cares about the Cubs, the Mariners?" <laughs> but, but no, it's just I, the the Central's wide open next year. There's no yeah. after mm-hmm. with this like Wayne Wright's returning next year at 41, but it's like yep. there's no Yadier, there's no Pujols, and Pujols tore it up for them this year. Yeah. So and so did Yadier. You're losing a lot of veteran leadership. And guys that have been there, we always say that, we've been saying that a lot, been there, done that, right? So it's just, I think the Cubs have a legit shot with how hot they ended the season, and they can lend a Bellinger or whoever and get those young pieces together to build the the culture again like they did in 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 2016. Oh, Contreras, Then go for it. And I think Contreras is going to walk. I think he's going to end up going like Boston or something. I don't know. I don't know who Boston's catcher is anymore because they traded what's-his-face to Houston, uh, Maldonado. Yeah, no, 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 um, no, 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 Vasquez, Christian Vasquez, Vasquez. Christian yeah. Vasquez. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see him going to Boston just for, just for that. I mean, I didn't really pay much attention it's to Boston. It's a, a Reese McGuire. He's a Washington native. Yep. Oh, oh he okay. can stay then. He can stay then. I'll be a little biased. <laughs> right. No. Speaking of that, um, are you guys surprised that Aaron Boone's going to keep his job with the Yankees? I mean, so far they're saying that, you know, of course they gave him that extension, but you know, the Yankees, I mean, they're, it's championship or bust and they just can't seem to get past the second or third rounds. Uh, I, I don't think it's 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 Aaron Boone's fault, right? That they are losing in these big games. I think that I think that that comes down to the play, comes down to the players. I mean, especially right. the guys choking like Aaron Judge did. Yeah, he did. I so, agree, hundred percent. Boone doesn't have the bat on his shoulders, not not swinging and or swinging at pitches off Boone, the plate or in yeah. the dirt. So I think Boone, Boone he, he's been given the pieces, but it just comes down to. You don't control the outcome of a game. You can't in the sense of managing, like with substitutions and play and like signs and whatever the whole thing comes with baseball, right? For coaching. But yeah, with, with players not performing, that's Judd or not Judge, excuse me. Boone has no say. He can't control that. He right. can't control Aaron Judge getting one hit in the ALCS. Like he, he can't control that. And so, yeah, I, I think they're smart because it's like, who's really out there on the market besides like Joe Madden? There's no one on the market that's even. Right. You can even think of what you can bring. You can bring a rod back or Jeter, but they're fine. They're making millions where they're at. Sure. So it's just one of those. Oh, or you could think of what's his face. Um, Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly. Yep. Don Mattingly would be a good piece. But I bring mean, him back to the Yankees. Yeah. Which that'd be wild. I mean, he kind of, he didn't like flip the Marlin with the Marlins, right? Yeah. But he, but he, um, he's been with the he's been with the Yankees. He knows it all. This whole shebang. Been there, done that. That's our oh, model yeah. for this one. Been there, done that, and. He kept the Marlins competitive when there was nothing on that squad. Oh, so, yeah. dude, um, I remember, I remember in, in 2018 because, uh, so, so I, I had season tickets to the Marlins that year. Yeah, and and then I bought them before they traded away everyone, like Stan Yelich. Oh, jeez, dude, it, I was 
and then they, they <laughs> traded this guy away and this guy yeah. away. And so I'm they had like, like Ichiro oh and, uh, and Brian Anderson. Oh, and, Miami Marlins Ichiro days. Oh, they still remind me. <laughs> oh, they still have Bert, Bert, Brian Anderson. They do. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's, no, great. He's a good player, but well, they actually just hired a new manager, Shoemaker, from the uh, yep. the Cardinals. First time managing ever, so that's going to be interesting for them as yep. well. Speaking of uh, teams that need an MLB team in the city now, Antonio, of course, you just came back from Nashville, <laughs> and and I totally agree with you, man. Nashville has to be a team, uh, a city, excuse me, that needs an MLB team. It needs more than just an NHL and an M- and a uh, NFL team. I'm, I'll gotta keep this one short, man. I know I always say that and I ramble. No, you're but- fine. I was in Nashville for my dirty 30, right? And all this. So you're walking around all, all this. It's like Nashville is popping, dude. Like yeah. Nashville is popping. They love their, their Smashville predators is what they call them. Smashville. And then they, they like the Titans when they're winning when they, they, they pull up a good crowd, you know, there in Tennessee in Nashville. And they're also now building a 2.2 billion dollar yeah. stadium. Yeah. The Titans to show that show with that. It shows one, they want to bring a Super Bowl there or whatever more venues, but it's mainly Super Bowl. Oriented and for that the reason for that stadium, which going there Nashville's wild. I love it. I will go again in the in the future. And but yeah, I mean, like take the Rays. What they can seat maybe ten thousand people in their stadium yeah, in their right. little arena. There, it's like cool. Tampa's a nice little town, but it's like if for MLB and money and there you go and and all that comes with it. I mean, Nashville would be a better spot. You don't have just the thing. Here's the crazy thing: it won't happen. But you could take one of the, the Oakland Athletics. And the Oakland Raiders book. Since they're building that new stadium for the for the Titans, what they could do is cross cross use or whatever for the baseball for baseball football. I was just thinking and that. And then yeah. do that, and then once that stadium's built, then you just train. Then you just convert that, just reanimate it, whatever you need to do to make it state of the art or whatever you need to do after say a cup five ten years down the road after the teams there established. Before yeah. you can decide, okay, are we going to build a new stadium for them, or do we just oh, yeah. like it, re- redo the hell out of the Nissan Stadium? Because yeah, it's been done with with the Twins. They used to play where the Vikings played until they got Target Field, and then the Marlins as well. They played at the Orange Bowl where the Dolphins played until okay. you know they got their stadium as well. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great and, point. And I know teams are getting away from that just because like the time you have to adapt to change like all that. It's not as easy as like a hockey court to a basketball. Right. It's all indoors. There's just less you have to do. I'm not saying it's not difficult, but it's just the transition between field and, and court and all that. But it's like, if just for the time being, they're going to have a new stadium, just convert that to a baseball field and then go from there. I mean, it's just, and then you can still keep them in the AL East. It's not like you're transitioning a team like in basketball terms, Oklahoma City from Seattle and right. the Thunder, by the way. But, yeah. but to go on, it, it like they're, they're in the, the Pacific Northwest Conference or whatever, the West Conference, whatever it is in the, the Ebby, I don't even know what the conference alive. Oh, um, yes, cool. yeah, Pacific. Uh, no, actually, it's um, it's the Midwest. I don't even know at this point. Who it, knows? It's something weird. Northwest. It's like, <laughs> it's like they have them, the Timberwolves, the Nuggets, and the Blazers in it, and I think yeah. Phoenix. No, the so it's Thunder. like and there's no one even like it's it's a big traveling and all this, and it's just right. like the, and then like Memphis, who's there in Tennessee, they're a West team, so it's been sounds like. Minnesota's on the practically at East Coast third, two hours ahead. Like they're they're totally like almost East Coast. Like right, but that's basketball. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, the Nashville they need to the, the league needs to look into moving uh, the race to Nashville. So I will say that right now. And I know there's been talks because it's like they don't even sell out their ten thousand seats. Like 
if they would have hosted a playoff game, that'd be like the first time they sell out their their fucking little powwow they have right there in in Tropicana Field. Tropicana Field, so, yeah. And and the, and they proposed they've proposed there in Tampa for a bigger stadium or take the roof off and and add more seats or whatever. I right? do something, and they're like, no, no, no. Yeah. And they're gonna run a situation like the Athletics are because the Athletics are they're going to Vegas soon. So it's just, a, say, it's just well, a matter it's just a matter of time there. So yeah. it's just you gotta. You got to make your move because, like, Oakland said, no, 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 no. They're like, all right, well, we're moving. This is probably going to be our last year here in Oakland. And then I think the Rays, they'll pull that, too. They'll be like, hey, it's going to come down to money, and you can make more money in Nashville than you can Tampa, unless they want to build a brand-new stadium, which I just don't see happening. No, yeah. No, I, I definitely see Vegas and Nashville as the teams that – or excuse me, the cities that need teams. But, uh, Mason, what about you? You see any other cities no. you want to go to? or uh, Vancouver, BC. Oh, okay. Vancouver, BC would be a good one. I, I, I like that. I Especially like for baseball, because they need they need a team up there, like for everyone in uh, BC. So they can and stop they traveling to Mariners games, right? Yeah, exactly. All those Blue Jays fans, they can stop traveling to Seattle, man. They they take up a whole stadium. It's like you can't even get tickets for a Blue Jays series. It's man. all blue. Yeah. It's, well, they they put a team in Montreal, so yeah. Now they're you know, they should go more west and go to B- Vancouver, BC. Yeah, but no, if a team, agree. but if a team did that, they would have to realign conferences again, like they did with the Astros moving oh, to the yeah. AL. They'd have to do a weird alignment again. Which if you just move them to Nashville, the Rays are still in the East relatively, yeah. and so and like the the Athletics to Vegas, that's just same time zone. So besides the winter, which is going away here soon with the daylight savings for us, for us, right? So yeah, it's just I would love a team in Vancouver, but I can see that if they were like an expand to like four teams, and it's like yeah. all right, Nashville, Vegas. Vancouver, who else? I mean, you're not going to go to Oklahoma City. There's no, there's no ground for them for anything. Yeah. They're in like the mid, those mid areas. Maybe you could argue like Mississippi. Mississippi's a big baseball state, believe it or not, down there. Mississippi State's a great baseball program. Ole Miss is a decent program. So, yeah, college wise, you, you, you could look at Mississippi, but it's just like more of a demographic. Like, where's the money at if we go to Mississippi? And right. so, I don't think, I don't even think I can name a city in Mississippi. Honestly, I'm trying to think of a city, and I I don't uh, pay attention to Mississippi. I'm trying to think so hard. Like I, I don't. There's a song called Mississippi Queen from Guitar Hero, but like I don't I don't pay attention to Mississippi, man. M I S S I P P I, whatever. I do. Yeah, right. Spell, that. Man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like, well, no, I mean, you know, Ole Miss <laughs> just didn't, didn't Ole Miss just win the uh, the College World Series, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not have to look uh, that up, but yeah, they, yeah but you're oh, from, yeah. sorry. But like you said, I mean, it's it's a good it's a big baseball town. Like you said, though, it's all about money, and I think Vegas and Nashville are definitely two two yep. cities that are going to make the most money, no doubt about it. The and then love their baseball. And the Tampa Ration move. Well, yeah. and the thing is, like Alabama and Georgia border right there with Tennessee. Right. So, like, I think what is it? It's Huntsville, Alabama. It's mm-hmm. like an hour and a half drive from Nashville. So oh, it's, wow. Yeah, I say I know more about Nashville going there uh, for five days and like the little borders there than I do Mississippi. Like. Mm-hmm. We should sell Mississippi as a state to like get out of debt. I'm gonna throw that out the right as a, as a country. Let's just ship off business, cut them out, and ship them off somewhere and sell them. But, oh, but no, right? I have a quick question for you. We talked about our teams. Yeah. What do you want the Mets to do? Yeah. Oh boy. I'm well, saying judge. I, I'm saying judge. Do you see that realistic? Do you not? I know. I definitely. I think it's a realistic with Steve Cohen. I think it's realistic. But my my main priority is you, you got to keep Jacob Degrom. I mean, the guy's the best pitcher in baseball, arguably. You can't let him walk, and especially you can't let him walk to the Braves, which I know a lot of people are saying might happen. So my number one priority is keep those pitchers intact 
I know that, you know, Scherzer's older and he really didn't play well, throw well in the postseason, but, you know, like you guys say, pitching matters. I think they got to bolster bullpen a little bit. Obviously, keep Edwin Diaz. He, he had a great year, but they need their middle relievers need a little bit of work. And, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be mad again. Aaron Judge, a guy like Aaron Judge, maybe a Cody Bellinger. Who knows? I mean, you know, guys that can hit. We need, you know, they couldn't hit against the Padres. So that's what those are the main priorities. No doubt about it. And the the Mets have won as many titles as the Yankees have this this last decade. So yeah. there's that old goose egg. Zero. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we got one. Let's go. Yo, you guys got one. We have zero all time. It's zero World Series appearance. <laughs> well, right? it's going to be so, a bright future. I'll rub that in even further. We're the worst team, technically, generationally, than anyone. <laughs> True. Well, they not, got a bright not future. Even, not even a World Series appearance, man. Like that, out of all the teams we've had with Griffey and the 01 team and all that. So Dude, I mean, hey, you know, you look at a team like the Phillies who made it, you never know. You never know. It's just See, like, all you have to do is just get into the playoffs. That's yeah. all you got to do. It's just That's get right. in. Especially first, in baseball. It's to get in. Uh, the cheapest ticket for uh, Game Three at Philadelphia is seven hundred and eighteen bucks. Oh. Ooh, I like it. Oh, Boy, and Phillies having besides the Sixers off to a slow start. They're uh, Phillies. Phillies pretty nice right now. Six and zero Eagles. Yep. Phillies might win the World Series. It's, you know, the fans are mean, but not all of them. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty ruthless sometimes. But all right, well, let's go to the NFL now, guys. Um. I'll say it again. I, I just was so, so wrong about the Seattle Seahawks. It really looks like they have won this Russell Wilson trade so far. Yeah, you, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, all it's, wrong. you know, Smith is, is one of the best QBs in the league right now. Now, will he keep that up over, you know, the season? Who knows? But we were saying that a couple of weeks ago and now, now he's ball. He's still balling out. And I, again, I mean, did they win that Russell Wilson trade so far? I, I would have to say yes. Only one. I'm so, go ahead, Mason. I'm laughing. Oh, one hundred percent. They won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was it? Russ today was do, was doing a workout on an airplane going oh, to London. God, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what. What do you do that? We, like, I was going to say on that, yeah. we won the trade because we don't have. I'm sorry. We don't have our quarterback doing fucking high knees while oh, everyone's trying to sleep yeah. on the floor. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it's just like it keeps getting worse for us. I know. Ever since he's left Seattle, dude. When I, when I saw it, could you imagine you're trying to fucking sleep on the plane like this, and you look up, they're just rushing. <laughs> Bob, right. get ready. You get ready. I don't need sleep. It's like, Let's dude, ride. Dude, Let's fucking ride. Take a melatonin and sleep with the rest of your team. Like, <laughs> like you, you can, can easily, you, you can, can easily just work out when you land, bro. Like, you like know? at least at, at least do some push-ups. We're in silent, not fucking high knees at yeah. thirty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I lost it when I heard that. I was like, dude, like, how? It's just cringy. It's just cringe, it dude. Is. Ever I since know. he's left Seattle, people Everything just been blasting him, dude. Like, everyone's like, okay, it's whatever, like. Yeah. No, no one. Okay, he's a family man. Love it, right? Love it. Great with the community. Yeah, for love sure. it. Love mm-hmm. it. Russell Wilson as a person, I think generally he is a good person. Oh, for sure. You know, is he the best yeah, teammate? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's not the worst teammate. He's just very egotistical. I think it's safe to say for Russell. He's very about him and his appearance and and all that. I think it's gotten. More in that sense as he's been with Sierra, which I think everyone thinks. So that's nothing about that. But, dude, Mason, I'm glad you said that because I was about to think, like, we won the trade because he's dude, not doing yeah. high knees on our yeah. plane going to our road games. Eight-hour flight. Man, four hours of doing that? <laughs> My goodness. Russ, sit down. You know, like, 
insane. <laughs> just fucking. Yeah. There, you're just trying to, you're trying to sleep. Like you throw, you throw your rap music on, or Game of Thrones is playing. You're just like, you know, going to sleep, and there's fucking Russ, his high knees, <laughs> fucking hits you with sweat. Come on, dude, stop. Yeah, I know. Stop. Russ Play really does it to himself sometimes <laughs> with the subway commercials and the Let's Broncos Country Let's Ride and. Ugh, I know. It's it's really been a disaster for the Broncos so far. And not only that, I mean, they won the trade because at least the Seahawks can put up over 20 points. Yeah. You know? I'm still on the high knees. <laughs> <laughs> the best part was he's not even at the back of the plane. He's right there next to fucking, like, Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon, his whole offense, his yeah. fucking high knees. Like, <laughs> Stop. But... Uh, <laughs> Russ, I'm so sorry. I, I just think it's free. I, I saw it I like that can't be real. No, that can't be real. I saw I it. That's I what like, I said. No way. Four hours of doing that? Like what? It's like at least flight. at least Tom Brady does his fucking yoga in the back. Like yeah, come on, right. dude. Like but no, like and that was the hard side of all of us on Seattle to go back to that to kind of get my mind off of the whole Russell. <laughs> right. I was the hardest. I said they were going to go defeated until maybe Detroit. Like they're probably mm. going to lose five, six straight, which. Dude, this freaking, this defense with the, the rookie defense, just like, okay, you got Gino who's not turning it over and stuff like that. But dude, when you got guys like, dude, they're calling the Legion of Boom 2.0, which I think is a stretch. They're yeah. doing really good. But with guys like Tariq Woolen and Kobe Bryant, I mean, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson they're, they're, too. Yep. Yeah, Michael Jackson. How about, how about that for a secondary? Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Right. Down. So it's just like, they're good. And, and Kenneth Walker is. He's going to be Who a people stud. thought was going to be rookie of the year. Just I think it's too late now because he didn't have the reps for it, unless he just goes lights out on a mission the rest of the season. Yeah. But you could argue he, he could be a top 10 running back next year. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that they didn't start him. They they should have started him over Penny, right? I mean, maybe they just oh, didn't know I what agree, they had. 100%. They took him in yeah. the second round. Like, right. They, they never State, take running backs yeah. that early. So they're usually like late rounders undrafted that turn into gems for him, you know? But no, they just put like with Woolen and, um, with Kobe Bryant, I mean, just the secondary. Kobe. Ever since, ever since Jamal Adams went down, that secondary was revived. They were brought back to life. Yeah. So if you are Seattle this off season, you got guys like I said, Woolen and Kobe Bryant. You need to find someone, even if it's a third round pick or something. Which those are the hidden gems. Third round. No, I'm saying mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. third round pick or whatever it takes to get rid of Jamal Adams in that. You eat it like you did Russell Wilson. You got a yeah, good chemistry. I agree. And there's no reason to throw him back in that secondary and ruin paying him all that money, you know? Exactly. Unless he's going to – he's a great athlete. That's the crazy thing. Come out of LSU, he's a top six pick to the Jets. Yeah. He's just an injury prone and the best in the nation, you know? Like, he oh, – yeah. all thinking it for Sunday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. just like he's an athlete. Make him an athlete. Put him as like an outside linebacker. So he doesn't mm-hmm. have to guard deep, you know, in cover two or three or even man coverage on a wide receiver. Just put him down there and be like, all right, you're just literally a, a covers, not like a covers zero, but you're just, you're going to spy on the quarterback and make sure he doesn't, doesn't roll out on us. Cause not a yeah. lot of teams have that where they have a guy that could just survey the pocket, the quarterback and go in that sense. I mean, that's, that just has, you have to make defensive adjustments for that. But the guy's an athlete. He, he, he leads the league in sacks for safety. So I mean, put him down there where he's, where he's almost comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's a small guy. Beef him up a little bit, 15, 20 pounds in the offseason. But just be careful of him because he's injury prone. But he gets after the quarterback. He's just not a good second in the secondary. So yeah, it's just with those guys, you need to that young core. They need to go, or not? They need to go, but they like get like 
let them get hot, get going. Yeah. Because they're they're clicking just like Chancellor Sherman and all the Thomas Turn and all those the guys. Switch and watch them work. Yep, and they're doing it. I mean, what's his name? Um, I, I can't remember the award that he won as a DB, but Kobe Bryant won that award in college oh, did last he? year. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, what's that? What's that award called? It's like the best defensive back. Should be called like football. the Deion Sanders Award or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up just while this. But Mason, go ahead. What do you think about Seattle's thing? I think they're just clicking. You got guys that don't have no, egos anymore. There's I think, no yeah. egos in the locker room. Is what it no, is. I think that they're all young guys who just want to win, and and then they're all there together. So I mean, I feel that that that's uh, I mean, that, I mean that that's huge because there is guys who are out and hurt, so they're like stepping up and just trying to go. And it's uh, you know, it's will be interesting too because Metcalf. You know, uh, didn't structurally damage his knee, but he hurt his knee. And he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. No surgery needed, which is good for him. But dare I say, I mean, look, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're four and three. They're leading the NFC West. I don't think that's going to last long, but I, we keep saying, no, oh, it's not going to last. It, you know, the Seahawks will come down to earth at some point, but they haven't yet. I mean, dare I say a playoff team? Who knows? I think they're going to beat the Giants this weekend, too. The Giants are how which we could jump into transition for Giants and Jets for you, sure. Ryan, but. I, yeah, I see them beating the, the Giants. I just think the Giants have they've been clicking, right? Uh, Daniel Jones has been doing okay, but mm-hmm. I think they have to come into Seattle this weekend, and I just don't see tough the place the, to play. It's a tough place to play, and Geno Smith the way has turned the, the ball country. over, and they're playing Pete Carroll smash mouth football, getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The secondary is, is causing turnovers and or whatever, right? Interceptions, fumbles, whatever, right? They're playing they're playing Pete Carroll defense, and they're playing Pete Carroll offense where there's no turnovers. The quarterback throws for at least 200 yards, maybe 20 times. Right. And right. You're, you're run heavy. And so that's where, that's where Geno Smith's been, been lights out. It's one, he, he's bigger and taller. So he can yeah. see over the line for the passing game, which you've seen this, this season where that was missing the last 10 years with Russ. It's just that middle passing game is non-existent with, he can't see over the line. And now they have a good running game. So on top of having that extra point in your passing game, your running game is great again. You're, and I'll, I'll say the unsung heroes before we jump to, to the Jets, sorry, Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas. Both rookie tackles for the Seahawks, and they're right. doing phenomenal. Yeah, they are phenomenal. They nailed yeah. that getting Lucas in the third round. He's a, he's a Washington State Cougar, and he only got it because who was it that went down in the in the preseason like camp? And Lucas got the call, and they're like, "Hey, you're starting." He took it, never looked back. So I think that you just got a good young line, great running game. Quarterback doesn't turn the ball over and does his job right. They're not asking too much of Geno. Throw for two hundred, and and can you throw a touchdown? He throw it to DK or Tyler and then 20 yards deep. And that defense is playing Pete Carroll football. I mean, that's all you can ask for in Seattle right now. And like I said, no egos. And like Mason said, they're, yeah, they, no they want to win. There's no distractions that they want to win. You got young, hungry guys like you did in 2012 and 13. Not saying it's going to lead to a Super Bowl, but it's very promising. Wouldn't that forward, be a especially, thing? Oh my God. Exactly, right? Well, it's crazy because like, imagine. I got to pull it up. But if you look at the 2012 draft class to this draft class, it's it's lights out. It's it's crazy, dude. Like the comparisons. It's like the Bobby Wagner, Russ, and um, DN, the DN for them. Oh God. Oh, uh, um, Cliff Averill. No, 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 no. Uh, Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin was that draft mm-hmm. with Russ in twelve. Um, Bruce Irvin, Wagner. Um, I want to say Jeremy Lane was this class. He was either eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. And then, uh, yeah, Russ was in the two thousand twelve. This year, it's Charles Cross, Abraham Lucas. Um, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen, you got a yeah. whole bunch of rookies. Oh, they like, nailed the that, that are that are turning up. Yeah, and so it's just like they nailed it, and Pete just went back to, hey, we're doing it. So, like yeah. Mason said, they they got they got young, hungry players that want to win, and but you don't get often, you don't get that often where it's just like everyone just groups together and says, hey, that's the philosophy, run with it, you know. 
where, um, yeah, I just think, and also I think Pete lost a lot of control in that locker room with Russ and a lot of veterans. You heard Sherman in the past say, like, he, no one listens to him anymore. His voice is kind of just, it's deafened in the locker room where he's got these young guys and no egos where they're like, there you go. Shit, yeah. we can do it. You know, we can do it. Where it's just like, you don't hear people talk about Belichick like that. So it's, you know, where it's just like, we don't listen to Bills. Like, no, you listen to Bill. Like, mm-hmm. the greats have listened to Bill and those Patriots teams and all that, right? Even players that that went to the team and then left, they're like, no, you, you, you listen to Bill. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just you like, that you have a coach that can coach again. He has his locker room back and players that are, they're just ready. They're Seahawks. And so they're ready for the next level. That's, that's what I got. But yeah, did you want to add, like, basically with your whole, um, the, with the young players, but do you, I mean, you've been watching a lot more football since coming on. Um, yeah. You always send me photos of, of Mount, little, little baby Malcolm Hall, um, doing, kind of hanging out, doing his little cheering. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, like, so, so he'll, like, take a nap. And then, like, right when he, like, wakes up, like, he puts his arms up. And then it's like, <laughs> do you, like, it's like right when, like, something good is happening, like, during a football game, I swear. It's the uh, he'll be a, will be Will he be a Seahawks fan, or what do you think? Hopefully not. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully he's uh I don't, know. Hopefully I don't not. know. I don't know. I'm gonna let him pick his own Yeah, there you go. Football team. But. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well yeah. speaking of a team that's been doing pretty well, they nailed their draft this year. Uh talk about the Jets. I mean they won another game, they beat the Broncos. Now of course, you know, Russ didn't play, but maybe that's a good thing. I mean <laughs> at this point I don't know. That offense is just so bad. But uh yeah, big tough one. Brees Hall out for the year. He was looking so freaking good for the Jets, looking like a star running back. Where the Jets just can't have anything nice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but they did trade for James Robinson from the uh the Jaguars, who isn't as good as Brees Hall, but you know, hopefully he can um you know, him and Michael Carter can can be a stud in the in studs in the backfield. But you know what? I mean, the the Jets philosophy and, and I've said this for years, when when they had Mark Sanchez, was he the best quarterback in the world? No. But when they had Rex Ryan, they ran the ball. And they play defense, and that's exactly what the Jets are doing now. They're running the ball. They're playing great defense. Their special teams are showing up, and they're not putting a ton of pressure on Zach Wilson to make, you know, game-winning throws every single week. You know, he's kind of being a game manager right now, which I really don't mind because I don't think he's really that good anyway, to be honest with you. But um, I'm, I'm cool with him. I'm cool with what the Jets are doing with him. And I think eventually he's going to have to make some throws and win some games. You know, hopefully he can do that and stop throwing picks in, in those situations. But – yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with where the Jets are right now. That philosophy of play great defense under a defensive head coach and Robert Sala, and also you know don't don't turn the ball over and and run the clock, which is exactly what they did against the Broncos. Now they're playing the Patriots this week. Definitely going to be a tougher game. But uh, the New York teams, man, I mean, six and one Giants, five and two Jets. God, if you told me in the off season that was going to happen, I, I would have said you're you're crazy. So hey, I did tell you don't don't count out Zach Wilson. I did tell you that he's got. He's got that fine yeah. Cougars blood flowing through the yep. game now, man. Of I mean, he's let he's letting some he's letting some loads loose. You know, you gotta he's nice and limber, man. He's he's good to go. He's ready to sling that ball as deep as those Cougars want it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, eventually he's gonna have to get that Cougar energy. <laughs> he's got he's got some good home cooking going. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. No but <clears throat> Mason, you're a uniform guy, so you might have to check out the Jets uniforms this weekend. They're going oh. all black with a black. Oh, they helmet. are. Oh, they are. All right. I will check that out for sure. Yeah, you'll love those, those, no doubt. No doubt. So no, I got, I just got to say, Ryan, that I think you're spot on with it. It's just, we'll see yeah. with the running game, uh, uh, with Brees Hall going down. But yeah, like you said, they're just playing as a team now. It's just coming like Seattle. It's just like, no one saw this. No, no one definitely saw this with the Jets. No, no way. And so I just said, you know, they'll be young and they'll probably win six, seven games. Well, 
they're right there. They're already like eighty five percent of the way there. You and know? they're four and zero on the road, which yeah. is like oh damn, that Amazing. never happens. Yeah, that they play better on the road than they do at home. And of course, while they're playing at home this week against the Patriots, let's talk about the Patriots. Let's go to them real quick. Um, you know, they, they announced this week, your today, excuse me, that Mac Jones will be the starter against the Jets. Obviously that whole, you know, situation on Monday night. What, what did you make of that? I mean, you're a Patriot and Antonio. I, I thought it was very strange. I thought it was very unbelichekian because he usually has his mind set on one guy. But, uh, even before the game, I guess the decision was that they were going to play both, both quarterbacks either way. Uh, but what did, what did you make of, uh, the Monday night thing? I just think they're just, they're just in this weird spot. Like I said, if yeah. Zappy isn't obviously running away with the job, it's Max. I said that last week on our, when we recorded, I said, unless yeah. Max, like, it's like, no, he's, we're winning games. We're winning them great. He's not this and that. Like he showed, he showed good glimpses, but right. then it came out. We're like, okay, the first start of Zappy or not, but the Green Bay Zappy came out this last week against Chicago on Monday. So it's just like, and that's the Bears. Like yeah. you, you don't play like that against the Bears right oh, now. Boy. Justin Fields went off on that on that defense. Besides Matthew Judon, the the defense was non-existent. So, right. and I got to catch glimpses because I was still in Nashville during that time. But we sat down, I watched a little bit of the game in, oh, in good. the bar we were at, a little sports bar, having dinner, and it, they just looked lost, dude. It it was just bad. It's just like people are saying, like, oh, Brady was Brady was it. It's like no, there's a lot of moving wheels and pieces and factors in the Patriots' success for the two decades, you know, the 20 years. But right. the, th- the thing with, with the quarterback situation is it's like we were s- – people are so high on Mac last year. Like, oh, this is – Seven straight games. Seven straight games, made the playoffs, all this as a rookie. I just I, – I don't like people writing him off yet because he got hurt, different system, no offensive coordinator. Go go, give me your top quarterbacks without an actual OC and see how they do. Give me Brady without an offensive coordinator and Rodgers or – Manager, all that. Would they be able to do better because they're all time greats? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But give any guy with what they got in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, or whoever, as your offensive coordinator or no offensive coordinator, anyone would struggle in that. I think Mac's still the guy. I think maybe if he's not showing glimpses, maybe you say, hey, this is another ride off season. We're just seeing what we got. If we need to try and make some moves for a quarterback next year, you know, because it's a good QB class, you're not going to get the guys like Young or, um, <clears throat> What's his Vermont house? CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, which I would take Young over him, but there's um, God, I want to. Who was it? I'll look at the draft class again. I'm totally drawing. I'm drawing blanks today with college football too, like I was with names earlier. But it's like, um, I just think just don't write Mac off yet. He got you there. You had one bad year, and you, I just just it's just crazy. Like Patriots fans, because you had so much success for yeah. twenty years that no teams ever have, and now it's just like you're 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 down to earth again. Yeah. You're just, you're the average Joe's again. And she's like, you have a goat coach who's like, he just can't be the GM and the head coach and the physical therapist and the trainer. Like, it's like, dude, I- I'm exaggerating about those parts, right? But no, he's the GM and the head coach. And I think either he needs to step back and be a front office exec and hire someone on to be a head coach and just say kind of, hey, football's changing now. You know, your mm-hmm. philosophies maybe aren't, aren't working the same with younger talent like it was with Brady because it was his way, but it was also Brady's way at the same time. So they meshed, right? The same styles and all that. So I just think that it's just some bigger decisions need to be made besides quarterback. It's just maybe is Bill really it anymore? Is, is it, yeah, is he's he getting old. Or, yeah. or step back and just focus on head coaching and not draft and sign guys. Like right. bring an actual GM in, maybe look at it. What's his name? Dimit- Dimit- Dimitrov? Dimitro, Thomas Dimitrov, yeah. He used to be the, uh, the Falcons yeah. GM. The Falcons yeah. GM. I, I, don't, yep. I don't think he's with anyone right now. I know he's doing no. podcasting. I know mm-hmm. he has his own podcast about like front yeah. office stuff and all that, which, but, um, 
What you like? I listened to it not too long, like the other week. It's actually really good. So, but he, um, he he's on the market. Be like, hey, after coach, do you do you want to? Let's give you. We'll give you a couple of years. Here's mm-hmm. here's like three. Here's four years. That's enough for draft class. Know where you're going, and then go from there. So I said, bring you- an actual GM in, and then see what you can do. Then if it's not working with Bill, just a coach and a GM, then maybe Bill should look into. The sunset. Now, you do got, you think you got seven titles? You're set. Now, what if Mac Jones plays bad against the Jets? I mean, do you think he has a leash on him at this point, or do you think that Zappi will, will get thrown in there if, if Mac doesn't perform at this point? I think it'd just be like Monday. I think it's just it just shows you got to show like you can actually run the team at this point. Yeah, and, and they're just they're it's just this weird like it's weird. It's yeah. just a weird season on Belichickian, you know? Yeah, and it's just I think he's just kind of it's almost like he's scraping to see what works at this right. point. Where I just don't know. So basically, what's your take on it with New England, with some oh, New England football? I have nothing. I think he nailed it. <laughs> and the, Wait, what do you think? Of you're, you're a uniform guy. Do you think they should go back to the old unis or the Tom Brady era, or keep what they got going? Ooh, Tom Brady era. I I do like the glossy look more. Well, I, I love those throwbacks they're wearing against the, uh, the 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 Browns with the the Patriot on the helmet. You know, Pat the Patriot. Yes. Yeah, Pat the Patriot. Yeah, yeah. I like those. I like those. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean. You know, Mac hasn't played great this season, but of course he was hurt. Um, you know, which is a big factor. And, and I think that, you know, I think it's the right decision going with him this week. I do because like you said, you spent that first round pick on him. Bailey Zappi's a fourth round guy out of Western Kentucky, which is not a, you know, major school in football, but, um, no, I, I think they made the right decision. It's, it's, you know, the, but the Patriots always beat the Jets. So I really wouldn't be surprised if they win this weekend. I really wouldn't. We were like, 0-15 on the, in, in the past Patriot matchups with, with New England. So it's going to be rough. This next story really shocked me though. I, not shocked me, but I, I was surprised. I know Matt Ryan got hurt. He got that shoulder injury the other day, but they're going with Sam Ellinger, the Texas <laughs> product. At quarterback for the rest of the season. And, and I think that might be a Jim Ursay thing because boy, Frank Reich didn't look too sure about it during his press conference talking about it the other day. We know Jim Ursay pretty much ran Carson Wentz out of town. So I, I was pretty surprised by that. I don't know about you, but Matt Ryan benched for the entire year. So if Sam Ellinger even plays bad, they're still going to stick with him. So I was surprised at that. What's your take, Mason? No, I, it, I mean, Matt Ryan has done his job like as a player, like for his career. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it sucks, but you gotta at some point bring in the new blood and play with it. So. Well, you know the crazy thing about the Colts is they they are the most expensive offensive line, and they've been the worst offensive line this year. Like Matt oh, Ryan really? is sacked on an average six to eight times a game, which is just wow. absolutely absurd. And they have so much talent on that team. It's just the Colts have been a pretty big disappointment this year, and they they played the the Titans in Tennessee when you were there, Antonio. And and again, I mean Matt Ryan just I was trying to use the game. Oh really? I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I got, I got overridden. They were like, "We're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go to whiskey distillers." And I said, "Okay." I get it, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. it's I, I was shocked that they're, they're that, and I'm not shocked that he got benched, but shocked that they're not even considering him an option anymore. I mean, his career in, with the Colts is pretty much over. It um. It's over. They tried to experiment like they did with Carson Wentz, and I just think it's time to. Rivers. And, and Phil, but Philip worked out. Philip did he really did, well. Yeah. With they the got, Colts. they made the playoffs. Yeah. And they so did. it's just Carson Wentz wasn't the answer. That was a head scratcher. That was just right. Just saying like, I coached him. I can flip it. That didn't work. Matt, no. Matt Ryan was just kind of like a, all right, well, we got the pieces. Can this veteran lead us to the, to the promised land? No, you're going to ride Sam Ellinger hasn't really done much. His old, his old career, excuse me, if any. And yeah. so 
I don't think they just need to realistically, realistically look at a quarterback next year. Oh, I mean, sure. it depends where they fall in the draft, but like I said, they have very expensive offensive line that has not been showing up all year. Start tanking now. And right. It's just, it's one of those like, I think it's too late to try and start tanking now. It's just like, it'd be too obvious, right? Yeah, and especially it's in the like, NFL. It's not, it's not like your quarterback went down on like a season ending. It's like, no, he just sucks. And we're yeah, going right. with a backup now to attempt to try and show a tank, but not if that makes sense. So I just, well, I think I saw a crazy thing today on TikTok. So someone posted that Matt Ryan cannot escape the 28 and three, the 28 to three. Like oh. he's been on the team for like 28 weeks or something. Oh, and like, it's the 28 weeks and three days in and he was benched to Sam Ellinger. Oh, just like, man. He just can't escape the 28 to three, man. Right, but right. It's just like he's been a good quarterback at times. MVP quarterback gone to a Super Bowl. It's just he's just that, older. That just comes down. He's yeah. older and he just can't can't go to the same level as like Aaron Rodgers or Brady's having a really down year. And that's I don't think that's physicality attributes for him. It's just he has a lot of personal life stuff going on with supposedly his divorce and all that. I think that's just more mental going yeah. on than actual like physical capabilities on the field at his age. But you're seeing guys in the league doing it, Matt Right? I just think I think it's time to hang him up. I really do. I can only see maybe like the commander's going after him next year, but it's just like how many times do you have to keep – then just kind of like adds on. It's like, yeah, you're decent. You won an MVP, but you fizzled out pretty bad at the end of your career. Which I did. just don't – and he goes to the commanders and what? Ron Rivera's gone fired right after the season. Well, think probably. about it this way. You know, the Falcons let him go for Marcus Mariota, right? They didn't want to pay him anymore, and they didn't want to play him. Goes to the Colts. You got a ton of great offensive system there and a ton of great players both on offense and defense, and the offensive line can't get it done. Not that the offensive line is his fault necessarily, but isn't this crazy that the Colts have been searching for a quarterback ever since Andrew Luck left, man? I mean, it, it, that just really set that franchise back so much because not only was Andrew Luck so good, they can't find a quarterback afterwards. And Phillip Rivers did well, I, but that was a one-year rental type of deal. He retired yeah. after that. and But they've just been searching for that guy ever since Andrew Luck, and it, it – it, you know, that's the reality of football sometimes. You really got to search and search for that quarterback, and you got to keep trying. But for the Colts, it's been a pretty frustrating process. Well, not everyone like the Colts gets a Peyton Manning yeah. and then rolls into an Andrew, Andrew Luck the following yeah. season after one bad year of Manning being out. Like with Brady, 20 years of Tom Brady. It was like, what, 14 years of Peyton Manning, and then you roll into Andrew Luck? Like, Ugh. yeah, that's like two diamonds in the rough you found. In You're 20. pretty lucky. Yeah. yeah, it just sucks they couldn't pull it out with, with Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck was a great quarterback. Oh, he was great. You I know, and Andrew phenomenal. Luck, yeah. They called him what? The, the, they called him the general, didn't they, or something yeah, like the that? General. Look, the look general. Looked like an army general. Yeah. yeah, it looked like, yeah, like an army general, like the 1800s at that point. Yeah. How he looked, but. Right. He, um, but yeah, he just, he, he's a great quarterback. It just, they just couldn't win. They're in the era of the Chiefs up and coming and then Brady winning three more Super Bowls with New England and, and uh, the Pittsburgh was even on top of the mountain then. Not on top. Yeah. They were, like, contending with in there. Antonio yeah. Brown and and uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell and, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger during that time. So it was just one of those. And then Denver with Peyton, you know, when he right. left. So it's just one of those, what can you do? You just had three solid squads there in the AFC, matter of who was going to win. And Tom took three out of, what, seven during that yeah. during that era. So mm-hmm. it's just – AFC was, was a – very well built conference then that's the best way to put it you know just well rounded and the Colts just were always like that fourth or fifth best team even with the generational quarterback like like I said you hit you hit two diamonds in the rough with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck and you got one Super Bowl out. so it's just yeah. like crazy I don't crazy. know crazy you know it's just kind of like I don't get paid to make those decisions but yeah I would not have <laughs> traded for Matt Ryan 
No, I wouldn't have either. I would have stuck with Wentz. I mean, I know he wasn't great, but you know, he's younger too, you know. But um, all right, so let's finish off the NFL topics with this. Out of the two teams that have been most disappointing, the Packers and the Buccaneers, which team is going to turn it around? Is it going to be Mr. They, them fault, this guy's fault, coach's fault, they, them, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is pointing the finger at everybody else, or is it going to be Tom Brady? I mean, you know, who, of course, is going through some personal things right now. Tom but- Brady. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Tom Brady I, I, just the had the Bucks have an easier schedule going forward than the. the I think Packers the Packers. Do. Yeah, the Packers are done to me. I, I Rodgers is just you know he's going on Pat McAfee show blaming everybody else, and I know he said there was a snippet in there where he's like, well, you know, I'm still pretty positive, but it it just to me, I don't know. Aaron's just not in it this year. I really don't think he's got his money. It, but it's just he's surrounded by a bunch of young guys that he doesn't want yeah. to be a leader to, and. I, I, I think the Packers are, are cooked, to be honest with you. I really yeah. do. I agree 100%. I think the yeah. Bucks have to play in the South, which is weaker than the North. Like, the Vikings are great this year. Chicago depends what Justin Fields shows up. And then <laughs> and then uh, yeah. who else out there? The Lions are a really good, bad team. So, you know. <laughs> they so show up every one, week. Yeah. Yeah, they show up every week, and Dan Campbell has them hungry. You know, they're not winning, but they're they're going to be good in the years coming. I think they'll be better than they have been the past, so you could say, decade. But – but yeah, I think the Bucks will turn around before, excuse me, before the Packers do. Yeah. All right. What do you just think? Be, just because of strength nope, of schedule, yeah, not like physical, just strength of schedule. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think the, uh, I you know I think this might be Brady's last year. I really do. I think everything surrounding him right now and this family and you know they're not playing totally great right now. I, I just think he's probably going to be mentally exhausted by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, and that with like, like everything personal going on for him. Yeah. But that whole offensive line is done. Oh, like, God, they're terrible. That's the thing. Like, it's just like they've all been they're, hurt. Starters have been hurt, out. Yeah. But they're, what, basically, they're down to like, like their third string now across yeah. the board almost, besides, I think, not center, but it's like a guard. It's yeah. like, it's insane. Like, their yeah. whole line is dead. It's, it is demolished. Either injured or retired. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so I think no Tom doubt. thought they could run it back and it's, and it's not a Todd Bowles coaching. It's just this this team is facing injuries on the O line, and we know how yeah. teams get when you lose your O line. You lose a tackle, you're like, oh shit, they've lost mm-hmm. an O line, and it's just like, oh shit, the whole <laughs> so offensive line, right? <laughs> so it's just like, and when Tom's personal life going on, you know, and all this, I think I we always say he's going to retire. I I I think he's going to be starving to do one more just because really? he can, just because he's one of those he doesn't know when to stop. He's addicted to football, man. He really is. He's like, say yeah, the divorce, say the divorce goes through, right? Say it goes right. through. Well, yeah. I got nothing to go home to. I might yeah. play football. Good point. <laughs> you know, it's just like, shit, dude, just stop. Which, and he might I, go I, to a different I think team too. I think that's more of a the mental toll there. It's just right. more of, yeah, I was retired. I should have stayed retired. And now, cause now people are going to remember this season. They're not going to hold it against them like a lot of players. They like a lot of players, right? So I think it's just going to come down to really just, yeah, see how the season goes. I think they could sneak in the playoffs. Um, I think they could still win that division. Who Who's leading it right now? I know they're not leading it, but who's leading it? Oh, yeah, I've, Carolina, who's not going to win it. You have the Saints, who are probably not going to win it. You know, uh, the can't think of the other Falcons, who are not going to win it. So, yeah, I think the Buccaneers have that advantage of playing in a horrible division. Yeah, and so it's like the three and four. They could finish nine and nine and eight and make yeah. the play, at least make the playoffs. Are they going to win? Probably not because there's better teams there, but it's just, yeah, it just, I think they're going to get in. They're going to be just above 500 and Tom just has that, that look and be like, all right, you know, it's a lot was impacted more than just on the field talent. So I think it just comes down to that. Well, my Super Bowl pick isn't looking too well. The Bills are looking good, but I picked the Buccaneers to make the Super Bowl. It's not looking too good for me right I, now. I had this, I had the Seahawks. 
<laughs> yeah. No, you had the Rams, right? <laughs> no, I had the Rams. The Rams. I had the Rams, but I mean, hey, at this point, you know, <laughs> you, yeah. you you almost fell for that. You almost fell for that. You're like, I was like, like, there's no the Rams. Yeah. And I was just saying they were gonna go like zero and eight. This time, Seattle was super. All right, let's do some high knees over to the NBA. <laughs> I shouldn't have did that when you're drinking water. My bad. We'll move on to the NBA. Okay, it's okay. I got a pop filter. Go cover my mic. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> no, no damage or anything like that. But uh, the Lakers right now, actually, as we speak, playing the Nuggets. Um, they're zero and three right now. They are statistically probably one of the worst shooting teams through three games in NBA history. This team has no shooters. Um, Russell Westbrook, I, I really personally, guys, I'm telling you, and I'm not joking when I say this, I think they just got to send him home, John Wall style. Send him home, say, okay, we're going to find a trade partner for you. We're going to get you to his team where you can do your triple-double thing. And Russ's legacy right now is taking a big hit. Um, but I, I think you got to send him home and say, you know what, we'll trade you. Uh, they're better without him. And I, I love Russ, too, the way he plays, his attitude, his – his demeanor. I, I love that he, he goes all out every game, but it, it just didn't work. It was, it was a failed experiment. It didn't work. And I think you just got to say, Hey, you know what? Just get your mind right. Go home, go home and we'll find a trade for you. What, what do you guys think? Right, Mason. Oh, I have yet to watch basketball. <laughs> it started last, uh, last Tuesday, I think. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. I've been pretty. But I mean, you know, I mean, in ba- like with any sport, I mean, what do you think? Like, if a guy is really that bad of a fit, oh, um, it depends. Because there's a guy named Joey Gallo, who right. is, who is kind of garbage, and uh, but did they, did they send him home? No, they they just let him play. Right. But like to just like to send home like that, I, I, I think yeah, like definitely send him home, like like send him home and be like be professional about it, like. Mm-hmm. So like you said, like find a team where he can go, where he can play. Yeah, because it's only going to benefit him at the end exactly. of the day. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, and Russ is just that type of player. And Antonio, we've talked about this as I go to you. I mean, Russ has just never been a guy that you can – like if he's the main guy like he was in Washington, he can get you triple doubles all day. But if you put him on a good team, you know, he has to have the ball in his hands. He has to. And he doesn't have the ball in his hands constantly with the Lakers. Go ahead. That's all I got to say. I like the sigh. Um, <laughs> really, it's just there's not much to say about it. They're a bad team. Oh, they're I said they were going to finish at least sixth, right, in the right. West. I mean, the West yeah. is stacked, though. They're, no one in the West has taken it, is taking a loss. Like, nope. no one had any, like, major, like, departures that I can think of that I can remember this offseason from the West from the West teams. The Clippers got better. Yeah. Your, your sister team next to you just got better and could probably make the finals. If not sure. winning, I hate saying that as a Lakers fan. I cannot stand the Clippers. But the <laughs> thing with the Lakers is it's like, and I, I've said this a lot, a long, a lot on previous episodes, even last year and the year before that and all that. LeBron built this team. Yeah. LeBron went, went to Palenka and went to Genie and said, I want Russell Westbrook. He's never came out and said that, but everyone knows he's pulling the strings for that. They call him the GM for a reason, right? <laughs> right. And, it's been like that since he was with Cleveland, his second stint. Miami right. tried to Pat Riley said, nah, not, not happening. I called you're the right. shots. No, you're, you're, right. you're a player on the GM playing all GM. And that's Pat Riley saying that. So, I mean, you're going to respect that, right? In a sense. Sure. But yeah, no, LeBron built this team. He wanted Westbrook. He wanted all these players. The AD, the AD one did pan out. They won the title, but it really, it's just, they have no shooting. 
mm-hmm. you're telling me you passed up on having Buddy Heald come here and all these other players. Now they're trying to package a deal to bring like Heald and Turner and uh, some uh, some other else in the package with Indiana to trade Russell Westbrook. It's like, yeah, we'll do that for Westbrook in a first round pick. They just don't want to give up those picks. I mean, it's it's crazy. Which makes yeah. sense because it's just like they, they then they wouldn't own a pick for a long time because they gave a lot. I don't mm-hmm. even know the, the actual duration of it. They gave a lot to the Pelicans for AD. They did, and it's yeah. just like, I'm saying this, you package AD. Package AD with Westbrook, and you go after some some studs. Which I'm not saying you're going to get any studs, but hey, maybe that's enticing to bring Damian Lillard to Port- from Portland. Right? I've been saying they need to make like a splash like that where it's like, okay, you got a guy that's an MVP player, needs to leave a small market team, and you need to snag him before someone else does because Philly is on the is on the it's going to be on the move for a guy like Damian Lillard here. Oh sure. If you're the Lakers, you you package Westbrook and AD and whatever. Then you can throw the first round pick in there. If you bring a guy like Damian Lillard over or an All Star caliber player like that who needs to be on a winning team and a winning not like winning team now, but like bring him over. It's it's a it's a winning culture. They have history, right? You know the, mm-hmm. the Lakers franchise. He, yeah then more players would be enticed to come to L.A. Because LeBron's just not that it factor anymore to want to play with now. And it's pretty yeah, you're he's, right. he's no. getting old. And so you're they, they, need a, they, need a solid, they need a solid guy like, like a Damian Lillard or, or anyone. And then maybe in a couple of years you can entice like Jason Tatum to come over, who was fascinated and grew up loving Kobe Bryant, loved the Lakers, mm-hmm. Lakers fan, thought he was going to the Lakers. Instead, they took Lonzo Ball. Yeah. So, I mean – as a Celtic, he wore a Kobe Bryant jersey and did a photo shoot. Like you would never catch. And he wore Larry the Kobe Bird. armband. Yeah, exactly. He wore the Kobe armband in in the playoffs, so in mm-hmm. the in, in the championship. So it's like you have a guy who's like you, your most hated rival in the Celtics, wearing a Kobe Bryant gold jersey for a photo shoot or yeah. whatever for for a recreation of something, and you would never catch Larry Bird. Or Paul Pierce or Garnett or any guys doing that. There's You're no right. way in hell you would ever see that. So he Especially, just has that affinity for the Lakers, you know? Yeah, and I just think you can entice him coming in a couple of years. But you got guys like Lamelo will be a free agent shortly. So who I think will come? To, I think he's going to come to LA. I don't see Lamelo not leaving Charlotte to come. Back I agree. To the Lakers. Yeah. And so like he's it's just one of those. He's just oh, I got drafted by Charlotte and I'm just going to I'll go back home when it's time. You know, I'll yeah. make my money and whatever and come back home. And right. then from there you have an enticing young player. So it's just like you have to look for the future. It's like, okay, you're going to rebuild in the draft. You're going to count on free agency when LeBron's done. Because LeBron's going to go wherever Bronny, Bronny goes. Yeah. You can't count on LeBron anymore. Because if, Le- if Bronny goes to Orlando, LeBron's going to Orlando. Yeah, to I agree. Even yeah. Though he I think said, it's pretty cool. Even though he said, I will never go to Orlando again after the bubble. If Bronny gets drafted yeah. by the Orlando Magic, <laughs> he's, he will, he's he will go to Orlando, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he's already he's, doing the, the Beats by Dre commercials with him. You know, I mean, he's, he's, I think he's fully on board with playing with his son for sure. And so I can see the Lakers making a move on it, but it's like, dude, you're, his name's paying, paving a lot of way for him to get NIL deals and, oh, and yeah. recruited. He's and already got one. Just, just yeah. because. And they're saying Oregon might land it. They're saying Oregon is probably the best spot to land Bronny. Wow. I would like, say either Ohio State or Oregon, yeah, for sure, and, because of the Nike just, connection. Yeah, it, it, I just don't get how he – like, I get, like, his dad. Like, he's a good ball player, but it's like, dude, your name's making you go a long way. Oh, for sure. No doubt. Right now. No doubt. So, yeah. I wish I was LeBron James Jr. Man. Yeah, I wish. I wish, Shit. too. No doubt but, about but it. But, no, yeah, the Lakers, <laughs> you got to pa- package something to get rid of, rid of Westbrook. Because no one's yeah. going to take Westbrook outright without a first-round pick. And if you can get, like I said, 80, Russ, maybe that first-round pick, combine it together, and then ship it off for, like, a Damian Lillard or someone, yeah, 100% yeah. do it. You you need something now. 
because then buyouts will happen. When buyouts happen mid-season, teams will be like, hey, LeBron and, and Dame, like, that's not a bad right? That's not bad at all. So, yeah, they just got to make start making some moves quick, and and I think it's just – I think hands are tied now because you have that Westbrook contract. There's nothing you can do. That's one of the worst yeah. contracts in sports history. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. No, the the point of that is is Westbrook just needs to go. He's got to go, and you know he's going to be on a bad team next, probably. But you know, like I said, he thrives in those situations. So we'll see. Uh, to finish off the NBA, who is your team to beat this year? I mean, look, I'll, I'll go first. I, I mean, I know the West is wide open. I think if the Warriors stay healthy and their young guys step up, like Kaminga and Moody and J- and James Wiseman, I'll take them in the West and in the East. I think it's the Milwaukee Bucks. They're undefeated. They're 3-0 so far. They're looking good. If they stay healthy as well, I think health is going to play a big part for both teams. But my team to beat is going to be uh, the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to win it all this year. I'll roll with you, the Bucks. I think they're going to go all the way this year. Yeah, so. I do too. Mason, Bucks what do you think? Is. Bucks it is. And they got nice jerseys too. Yes, sir. <laughs> no doubt. Mason doesn't watch yes, basketball, sir. so he's just going to roll with what we say. you got to pick a different team. Okay. I'm still going to go with the I Miami just... Vice. <laughs> uh, the Miami Heat. Oh yeah, yeah those are nice. Yeah. So the yeah. heat, heat in the heat in the east. Okay. Um, and the probably Warriors. In the Warriors. West. Okay. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Not a bad. Could have been that last year. So yeah. I gotta ask, what's your take with with uh, Brooklyn right now? I know it wasn't on the agenda, but what's your take oh. with Brooklyn? Well, I. What's happening so, in Brooklyn? Well, they're, they're terrible. Just, they're terrible, and they're very well. They got these superstars, but they're so damn bad defensively. They're, they are damn. historically bad defensively right now. So if they, unless they 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 step up defense, and I I don't think Nash is the right coach. I don't even think he's going to last season. To be perfectly honest with you, but if they don't step up their defense, this team it's just going to be the next year Nets all over again. The next year Nets, I like that. So we got a shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. One more thing that I want to talk about, and I believe it's this weekend. I believe Jake Paul. Oh God, is it this Anderson weekend? Anderson Silva. Yeah, I believe it's Saturday. Dude, that's gonna be his first loss. You think so? You think Anderson's gonna get him? Yeah, guaranteed. Really? Well, they made it. So. It is. It's Saturday. Saturday. It's <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot about it. Well, they've been saying that Anderson Silva's been getting knocked out in training. No, I got that, Jake that's Paul. That's all the media. Jake oh, Paul, second Jake Paul. round knockout. Oh man, for just, money, Jake Paul, second round knockout. For, the future for, is now. Say for uh, Chipotle, Silva will just be okay. Silva will will beat him. I, I thought Jake Paul was your guy, Mason. No. Oh no. Okay, maybe I was someone different. I'm not sure. Logan Paul. Oh, okay, I got you. I, right, you did Logan say that. Paul, okay. that guy. Well, she's right. training with with the heartbreak kid right now for WWE. Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. I, I don't, I don't mind Logan Paul. Like, I don't care for them. Right, they're just social media yeah. stars Holy and shit, icons got and, and all no, that. But no, no but good. he's, but no, Logan, he's, dude, he's. I think he could be a good wrestler. I'm just gonna throw that out there, man. Yeah, right? he's entertaining. He's, he's got some talent. He's entertaining. He's got a good following, and and right. I just think WWE needs that spark. It's just like, dude, the guy's doing flying yep. moonsaults. So a flying moonsault is when you do the Tough. a back yeah. off the turnbuckle, facing the right. Ground. It's not easy to do, you know. He's athletic. Yeah. I watched WrestleMania. He looked solid at WrestleMania. Just as like a never done it. Also, but he has a wrestling background. He's athletic, and it's just, it's just entertainment. So it's not like you're actually going out there trying to hurt someone. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's just entertainment. So, so I, I, I like that. But yeah, I got Jake Paul. Yeah, Great. Great. I think I'm gonna go with Jake Paul too, so, just because he's younger. Uh, it's not a matter of younger. Money, money talks a lot. 
Jake Paul, second round knockout. His money talks. All right. All right. Mason, you got, you got Anderson Silva? Yeah, Silva. All right. For, for Chipotle. Who okay. wants to bet me on it? You want it? Okay. Why not? We already got another one going. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Juju's having a good year, but not that good of a year so nope, far. I think so. I'm fucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just Caramel one of those. cookie is your, is, is, is coming to you. Yeah, right. So if you're right. doing Chipotle, I'll do, I'm not a Chipotle guy. I'll think about it, but it'll be, oh, a yeah. To like, oh, to yeah. Like a you don't like Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. Chipotle's mid as fuck. Nino's? I'll figure it out. I, I'm more of like okay. a chicken broccoli guy. I had to get back on the, on the kick. So. Okay. It might be, or fuck it. I'll just eat a Chipotle bowl. I don't even care. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take you up on that. You got okay. Silva. Just, just win, win or loss. No, yeah, yeah. no, just up straight up. Just win. Yeah, or loss. Okay, up. I got you. All right. I got you. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll take you up on that. Just cause okay. <laughs> I'll take you up on it. See now, Ew. now I'm in. Now I'm invested in this fight. Now I really want to see who wins. <laughs> Shit, now I got to stream it. I got to invite you guys over to stream it. Yeah. The stream now I have right? to watch it. Streamies at IO, baby. Yeah, no Good doubt, point. no doubt. By the way, Mason, as your fantasy team doing? Oh, I'm 6 and 1. Yeah, me too. I'm 6 and 1 too. Let's go. <laughs> I was 6 I was 6 and 0, oh, but I lost this week, but uh, cuz like, you know, like all your players go on by, it's like you're screwed. Dude, you know? I had 5 people I had 5 people on my team like for bye week. Right. 5. Yeah. And I mean, because I, I've had a guy on my team score zero. Like yeah, me too, Michael zero. Gallup. Yeah, I had uh Ro- Romeo Dobbs. Oh, Romeo Dobbs, yeah, yeah, yeah Dobbs. I had him, and he scored me nothing. And and Antonio went out on top. He he uh he won his championship, so he's good to go. There's an asterisk to my last on top because I retired after the 2017 season. Right, as a wild, six seed wild card going and winning the chip. But I Ooh. did go into one in, at FedEx when I was there, and they talked. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Right. And because I stopped doing it because I was like, I hated rooting for players on teams that I don't like and, and rooting for players that I don't like. Like, I was like, I just want to just watch. I just want to chill and watch Red Zone and watch whatever. I just want to watch. Uh, I, just want to I get it, bro. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Like my, my weekends are already broken it's enough stressful. after a team I like loses. Yeah. I don't need on top of like getting <laughs> right. annihilated in fantasy football one week. But what I happened was, I didn't know it was a two QB league, flex, anything, whatever, right? So no defense, no kickers. It's two QBs, all this. So I didn't know that going into this draft. So everyone's taking like Philip Rivers went like the third round, like quarterbacks like that. And I'm like, what is going? Why is Matt Ryan going in the fourth round? Fifth yeah. round, right? Like quarterbacks would just get snagged. Usually, unless it's the Pat Mahomes or like a Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. you, or you know, like an Aaron Rodgers, you don't see them going until like the fourth, fifth round. You get your skill yeah. players. Dude, quarterbacks are going like fourth, fifth, sixth round. I'm like, why is Philip Rivers like the sixtieth pick in this draft or something like you know something like that? And I'm just like, and I'm like, I was like, why is there no defense in the later rounds? So like the the GM of the league was like, oh, because I don't. Who's we did in person? He's like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in defenses or kickers. So <laughs> I, 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 my league, I don't, I don't want to lose to a kicker Weird. on a week. And I'm like, wow, that's just like saying like. Taking kickers out of football. The period, right, right. Yeah, deep, no defense. Just because I drafted Justin Tucker in the eighth round instead of a receiver, and I (laughs) beat you because he's the whole offense at this time before Lamar Jackson, right? He's the whole offense, and he gets 22 points. That's me being a smart fantasy owner. That's that's your fault for taking fucking, uh, what's his name, Rodrigo from the Colts who couldn't hit the upright. Like, that's not my problem. But (laughs) instead of getting heated, I just, I have an asterisk next to that, but I went out on top in 2017. There that was go. the Zeke. That was the Zeke suspension year too. Right. I had Zeke, and then he got suspended like halfway or like halfway through, and I was like, "Shit." 
Well, Mason, I don't know about you. I mean, I, I, I yeah. think when I, when I win a championship, I'm probably going to be done too, to be honest. I just want to win one. I've never won one before. So yeah, I, I, I think honestly, I probably will do the same. I mean, like I have, I have fancy baseball championships, oh, but okay. not, but not, but not football. I, like, I, I, I would, pro- I would probably do a, a baseball before. one. Baseball's more chill. It's once a week. I will. No, it's not. It's every day, is it? Or no? Fancy baseball is every single day. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. It, I got a lot of work. That's why I can't. I can't do it. All <laughs> right. I, I, know, the NBA, I, guess. I swear. I swear. My dad. He won a title in, in baseball and football, and he was like, "Yeah, he just I set my lineup for the week." So I. Well, it just depends your league then. Yeah. What kind of league you're yeah. in? Then, I'm guessing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I would play. I would play uh, roto like for baseball. So it's the whole season. Right. I mean, I mean, like instead of head to head, so I would, I would be on that every single day, just to, like change stuff up. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, I think we've covered everything for the week, sports wise, no doubt about it. And you know, we're getting to that point with the World Series when that's over. Basketball, college basketball, college football in full swing, NFL in full swing as well. So we'll definitely get to all of that. And this was episode four, season two as well. So we got that covered as well. But uh, that's it, guys. That's all I got. That's all, all I got. got. So until next week. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Talking Ball Podcast. Of course, you can catch us um, on YouTube. We got shorts, YouTube shorts as well, TikTok. Um, Social media, of course, Instagram, hopefully Twitter soon, um, YouTube, all that. You search Talking Ball YouTube, podcast. Instagram, Facebook, soon to be Twitter again because we're back. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. All right, yeah. guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Take care. Later. Later.